Welcome to Crossview Radio, weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. Every week, I tell you why we exist. I tell you that we exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. And when we acknowledge that it is for all nations, we really mean that. In other words, there is a subtle temptation to be very inwardly focused when it comes to our Christianity. We tend to like to be isolated um, and kind of an island unto ourselves, which is ironically the exact opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. Technology has not caused this, but it sure hasn't helped any. In fact, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I go into a restaurant and I see every single person at a table together, all looking down at their phones, not interacting with each other at all. We are very inwardly focused to start with. Um, And we become inwardly focused when it comes to practicing our faith And we become inwardly focused when it comes to making disciples in our communities, our nation, and our world. We uh, become very content in where we are at, and we forget that we have a mission to accomplish. And so in light of this, uh, we need to be, and all of us recognize this, more outward focused. We need to be more community-oriented. Uh, there are a number of applications that we could talk about on this principle alone of being outwardly focused rather than inwardly focused. Um, but I really just want to talk about one of those uh, applications today, uh, and that's the idea of church planting. Many of you who listen to this podcast know that Crossview Church is a church plant that began uh, back in 2015, so we're roughly three and a half years old. Uh, and uh, Lord willing, I plan on having someone else uh, from Crossview Church on uh, next week to discuss some of the uh, story just behind the founding uh, of the church and some of the, the unique things that uh, happen in a church plant ministry. Uh, but for today's podcast, what I'd like to do is talk a little bit uh, about the importance and need for church planting today. Uh, and, and I really, I, I would like to combine, um, when I say church planting, I'm going to really include uh, church revitalization under that umbrella as well, because I think that this is an often overlooked part of church ministry. We live in a nation of dying churches, And I wonder if we couldn't do a better job of identifying dying churches and finding pastors who could shepherd them, who could restore them, who could bring revitalization, restoration, all those kinds of things. Uh, Church planting uh, and church revitalization is vital to the mission of the church, and it's vital because of the admonition that we read in Matthew 28, 19, and 20, a passage that no doubt you've memorized uh, or at least heard a number of times where we read this, "'Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age.'" And so here uh, at Crossview, our belief is is that our mission is to make disciple-making disciples and to plant church-planting churches. Uh, Not only is there a very real admonition to make disciples and to see churches planted. We actually want to see 
that those disciples and that those churches are themselves engaged in spiritual reproduction. And my concern, uh, one of my concerns, is that in America today, we see the church becoming about other things. Uh, We've been given our marching orders. We ought to be satisfied with that. We ought to be preoccupied with that. And those marching orders uh, is what we simply call the Great Commission. We just read that in Matthew 28. Jesus defined what the church is to be about, and we don't have that option to, to redefine that or say we want it to be this or that. And so as commendable as other pursuits are, they are not the mission of the church. Uh, Soup kitchens, schools, daycares, whatever else you want to add to this list is not what the church is to be primarily doing. Now, a church can do those things. I'm not saying that those are bad uh, at all. In fact, I think those are commendable good things. My only point is that those things ought not replace the call to go and make disciples in Matthew 28. Uh, One of the challenges and just by experience, uh, of church planting is that we don't have a lot of things to draw people. Uh, In fact, especially very early on, uh, we had a uh, a number of people come through our doors who left because we didn't have a children's ministry or teen ministry or a young adult ministry or this event or that event or this kind of program for children or that kind of program for this group or whatever it might be. And and I get that and I understand that. Nobody wants to be the pioneer for those kinds of things. They, they want it to already be functioning. Um, and while I think that these kinds of event-based programs can be good, uh, and, and that they can reinforce the mission of the church, I think that sometimes they can become a distraction. Let me just say, um, you know, we do uh, event-type things. We have groups, and we have things like that in the church that we believe, by God's grace, uh, help uh, reinforce the, the mission of the church. But I don't want, and my heart is not, that those kinds of things replace the call of what the church is supposed to be. Those things should reinforce what the church uh, is is supposed to be. Um, one of the, and actually this is one of the unintentional benefits of being a small church plant, is that we have, by the very nature of what's happening, been less event-based and more relational-based. I love... I love seeing ministry and fellowship taking place across age boundaries. I love seeing adults interacting with children. I love the, the fellowship that happens in that realm. Now, um, again, this is not events are bad, programs are bad. Uh, what I'm saying is that it's entirely possible for those to distract from the main things. I, I love to have a simplicity of heart and focus. I don't think that it is healthy for a, for a family to go to church and every single member of that family is separated into a different group and then they only meet up with their family again as they're leaving the building. I'm not convinced that's a good thing or that helps the family to grow in Christ together. Uh, all of this to say the church needs to be about the Great Commission. The church needs to be about worshiping God. The church needs to be about the gospel. The church needs to be about the main things. And there are all sorts of ways to get distracted from that, even with seemingly good ministries and programs happening. Now, one of the uh, side effects of this kind of uh, approach, and again, this is 
this is, I mean, really any ministry, um, but in particular uh, the the church plant, because even if we wanted to have all kinds of events and all kinds of programs, we just can't logistically. There's not uh, the manpower to be able to do that kind of thing. Uh, so one of the side effects is that growth tends to be slow. Uh, and, and I will say, I'm being very generic in that. Some people would say that our ministry, uh, Crossview Church, has grown very fast. Uh, some people would say that it's grown slow. It's, I guess it's it's whatever um, your your vantage point on that is. Um, but generally speaking, across the board, I think that um, you know this kind of approach that we're talking about—it's more relational based, less event based. Um, it does tend to cause slower growth. Um, not always, but it does tend to grow, cause slower growth. But I think whatever causes a person to stay or to leave a church reveals a great deal about what they value. And in my experience, I have found that the simplicity of expositional preaching, the simplicity of the gospel message has contributed immensely towards the health and growth of of the church. And you know what I rejoice in? I love, I, I rejoice and enjoy discovering new pastors and new ministries in my area that I had never even heard of before. Uh, other gospel preaching churches that are small, uh, but but that they're faithful. And I think that this is the future of church planting, small, faithful ministries sprinkled all over the world. In fact, not only is this the future, I think this is uh, this is the present. This is where church planting ministries are at right now. And sometimes we don't see those things because they are small, they're off the beaten path, there's a handful of people, but oftentimes what you'll find is that when you begin to look into those ministries, there are there, there's a small group of faithful people expositing the Word, preaching the Word, discipling one another, loving one another for the sake of Christ uh, and, and the kingdom. The way that you church plant... And the way that you revitalize is going to reveal a lot about you. Not not only is uh, or are we going to find out what people are like based on whether they stay or leave a church. Um, we're going to find out what people are like based on the way that they church plant or or the way they revitalize. And my caution is to stick to the simplicity of the word. Whatever you do to draw a crowd is what you need to do to keep that crowd. Concern yourself with the depth of your ministry and allow God to be concerned with the breadth of it. If he wants you to faithfully shepherd a handful of people, then rejoice in that. And if he wants you to faithfully shepherd 500, then rejoice in that. The way that you do ministry reveals a lot about you. And one of the things that it reveals is who you believe ultimately builds a church. Your methodology is going to reveal who you believe builds the church. Do you believe it's you or that it's Christ? A man-centered theology and a man-centered methodology may draw big crowds, but it does not have the ability to regenerate a soul. And when it comes to techniques and strategy, I agree that those things are important. We discuss those things as a church. We, we discuss how to be stewards of, of what we have and the best way to reach our culture and our community. Uh, but those things are not of first importance. And my admonition to anyone who's going into church planting or church revitalization is, is actually a theme that I've been touching on uh, recently. 
and I think I've done this in some recent podcasts, I know at least um, in the church as well, but uh, it, it is this. First, get your theology right. First, get your worship right. You're going to make a, a thousand mistakes in strategy. That That's part of the nature of, of what happens. You're going to walk away from conversations and say, oh, I wish I would have said this or I wish I would have done that. You're going to goof on a thousand little things, but if God is in it, nothing can stop it. Jesus promised that he would build his church, that he would be the one to do that. And so, you know, my question, I guess for us, really, as we uh, as we look at this idea of church planting, is you could read, I mean, you could read all the strategy books out there, and, and there are a lot of them out there, and there are good ones, and we need to be that way uh, in, in thinking of strategy. But at the end of the day, uh, my, my question is this, who do you believe builds the church? Is it you or is it Christ? And if it's Christ, then let's let's act as if that were the case. Let's, let's go out and preach the word, be faithful, uh, minister to people, pour into people, disciple people, love them for the sake of Christ. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Orville YMCA. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit us online at crossvieworville.com.